Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Today is our Halloween podcast. In celebration of October, we decided to talk about some spooky stuff. And by spooky, I mean our own personal experiences with the paranormal, if you believe in that. Also, we do talk about ghost hunting. You know, we watch the shows. We were into it, I'm not gonna lie. And, at the end, we have a creepypasta. Both me and Eddie. It's a little special treat. So, I hope you stick around, enjoy, and love ya. Hello, and welcome to <laughs> Talking Podcast. <laughs> I'm your host, the Sinister Eddie. And I'm Fosto from the grave. And we're here for our Halloween episode. Spooky. Three okay, spooky now. five me. <laughs> that was enough of this crazy stuff. What? <laughs> so, hey guys, welcome to the talking podcast. We're being festive, hey everybody. Exactly. Yeah, we're recording this episode uh, before Halloween, but it comes yeah. out on the 30th, if I'm not mistaken. I th- no, no, think so. 29th, it comes on the 29th. Yeah, it's close enough. Yeah, it's close enough. Um... So we welcome to your Halloween episode. Yep. Ooh. Thanks for sticking around. <laughs> for the, it's for good. The Halloween episodes, yeah. <laughs> um, today's episode, we're going to do it a little bit more themed around Halloween. Of course. Ghosts, schools, all that good stuff. Pasta. It might be creepy. Yeah, it might be creepy. It might be a creepy pasta. It might be gluten-free. It's still creepy, though. Yeah. Um, just a reminder, uh, if you are in the audience, make sure that you uh, silence your phone. There's no one around us. I'm That's sure. right. Keep your hands and legs inside I, yeah. the moving vehicle at all times. Um. So yeah, Fosto, do you like Halloween? I do. I like Halloween. It's. Perfect. I feel like I'm not as like hyped as I used to be when I was younger. Yeah, because when you was a kid, you're going out and trick or treating, getting that treats. You know, you right, right. Up no, even when I was older, like when I was going through college and shit, like my sister would go mm-hmm. trick or treating, and I'm like, all right, I got to babysit, and it's like I might as well wear a costume too, and I just end up trick or treating with her anyway. <laughs> I'm not a tall dude, so like most of the time, I'm like, oh, and here you go, kid. I'm fucking twenty. Yeah, I'll take a Snickers. Yeah, <laughs> it's like absolutely. Yeah, I'm gonna say no. I'm already, I already put the effort. It wasn't my goal, but we're here now. I, 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 I deserve my consolation prize. That's exactly. What exactly. I, I like Halloween. Halloween's one of my favorite holidays. That aside, with like Thanksgiving and Christmas, I, I this time of year. Shout out to Thanksgiving, which I think. Is just getting like stepped on for no reason. Oh, absolutely! Because I mean, if you walk into Lowe's right now, what the hell you see? You see freaking Halloween decorations? Yeah, that fall. No, disrespecting Halloween and Thanksgiving yeah. at yeah. one go. Like I like Christmas, right? But Christmas stays in its fucking lane. December. All right. I'm okay with like see, like I'm gonna put my decorations for Christmas up on after Thanksgiving. Like right. I'm gonna wait until after Thanksgiving. Right, right. But even then, there's only like three days left, and then yeah. it's oh, it's December. Yeah. I mean, literally, I'm probably going to play a string of lights out. But right. um, but yeah, with Halloween, I like it. I like decorating the house. I mean, we do our Halloween party every year, which yeah, is yeah. always a fucking nutter. This year was amazing. Yeah, yeah. It was fun. It was uh, the first time I've been drunk in a while. I only do that <laughs> on occasions. I'm, and it was great. I'm dead serious. We should do it more often. No. Yeah. No. I, I feel like I'm a little bit wild. No. Nah, come on. Nah, I'd rather babysit. You know what we should do on New Year's? By the way, this is just me pitching an idea right now. We should uh-huh. do something on New Year's and record an episode. I'm down. Like, we could, we could do it at Macer's. Okay, I mean, like, we could, the, <laughs> the set is mobile, so it, is, it shouldn't it be a problem. I mean, literally right now, we're recording outside in our haunted cabin. Ooh. Ooh. You hear the chains? You know? I don't think a chain sounds like that. <laughs> I don't know what a chain sounds I've, like. I've heard, I've heard many clang, chains. Clang, 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 like that. <laughs> that was racist? No. Um, How is that? 
shit. Um, you racist to chains? Well, let's get into the topic for today. So yeah, Halloween, yeah. scary stuff, you know, like that. So do you have any uh, scary stories? Like, like, ex- let me, let's start with scary experiences before we go into like, just, you know, like the claw was hanging off the back of the car, <laughs> you know, the actually slasher. Let's see. Uh, I always tell this story mm-hmm. to everybody. Yeah. So I might as well tell it here. Yeah. Uh, I, I know there's a lot of people It's controversial Don't believe in like Ghosts and shit Or whatever And you're entitled To your own opinion Are I'm you a believer Or are you a skeptic I'm a believer Cool I am too Sweet sweet Like uh, But I'll be your skeptic Thank you <laughs> Uh, So What I'm about to say All of it is true And I was like 18 at the time And mm-hmm. that's all I have to say It's your choice To believe me or not uh, This is my story Whatever uh, back when I was 18, I was in high school and I had this English composition class. Mm-hmm. And for our last project, what we had to do was we had to do a, or like, we could do it on anything. That's what she said. <laughs> we just had to pick the topic and she had to approve it. Okay. And during that time, I was really into like, do you remember like the sci-fi channel when it had taps? Yeah, this yeah, Ghost like, Hunters. Yeah, yeah. But like, they took a realistic spin on it. It's like, I'm getting something on the radar. There, there there's, appears to be like an eminence here. And I'm like, oh my God, there's an eminence here. We yeah. can and cannot confirm there's a ghost. <laughs> it could be anything. <laughs> it's like 18 year old me was eating that up like Sunday lunch. And so I was like, hey, could I do my topic on ghosts? And mm-hmm. she's like, sure, whatever. And then I found out at 18, there's not really many research or any scientific research on ghosts, really, except just assumptions and stuff like that. Because technically speaking, the field of ghosts is called a like fringe science? Uh, pseudoscience, I believe. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, like, yeah, because it's not really taken seriously mm-hmm. in the scientific world. But I digress. Anyway, my uh, during this time, my sister comes to me. It's like, brother, I have a problem. It's like, all right, she's my sister. I got to take care of her. What's up? And she's like, there's a ghost in my friend's house. And I'm like, this is a fucking wild ride just out of the blue, right? And so I had to think of it logically at that point. I was like, okay, either A, there's a legitimate ghost at this person's house, or B, uh, she's crazy. There's no in-between after that. Yeah, there's no in-between. So one of the rules, if uh, if you are a believer in ghosts, there's a couple of rules that you have to do. Like if you live in a, in the house where there is where you subject there's a presence, don't acknowledge it and don't ask it questions, because that's supposed to mean you're inviting it to stay. Mm-hmm. That's how they can interpret it. Uh, I don't know about the science of it, but that's how it's presented. Anyway, we didn't live there, <laughs> so I was like, take a picture. Oh, that story. Uh huh. Okay, continue. So she's like, okay. And so, like, a week passes, and then she's like, I got the picture. I'm like, sweet. And she shows it to me, and she's like, look, look, there's the ghost. And I look, there's no ghost. All I see is an empty wall. I see, like, this little ledge area and some, like, stray wires. And I'm like, where is it? It's right there. And I look, there's nothing. It's just a blank wall. And I'm like, okay, she's possibly crazy. But then she describes to me the position she's in. She's like kind of hunched over. Her hair's over her face. She's got like this, like uh, like this nightgown on thing, mm-hmm. and she looks fairly young, and black hair. And I'm like, all right, but she specifically points to one part of the picture where she's located. And I'm like, okay. So, I think like a couple weeks pass, like two or three, and it came time to actually present our findings in our independent research paper. Mm-hmm. And so we had to do a PowerPoint. And I was like, I'll stick this picture 
at the end. And don't tell anybody. No one will know. And the only thing I'm going to ask is if anyone sees anything weird with the photo. Yeah. So I did my presentation. I put some jokes in there too to kind of ease off on the like the the scary cuz some people were actually trying like starting to get scared. Okay. Yeah, you know, I don't want to ruin the vibe, but Yeah, I know, yeah. And then it, it came to the last picture and they're like I was like does anybody see anything weird? And then people were like murmuring to each other and then like one guy in the front he was like it's just an empty wall. I'm like, yeah, I figured. And then this girl, I don't know. I still don't know her name. I think it's Brianna. It's, it started with a B. She was a cheerleader back in uh, high school. And uh, she's like, oh, 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 the little girl in the corner. And I was like, huh? And the rest of the class was like, huh? And then my friend Michael Leonard also was like, oh, yeah, yeah, the girl that's right over there. And I asked her to describe it for me. And uh, he described it the same way as my sister did. Same position, same clothing, same everything. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I still don't know this person. But the fact that she was able to decipher everything my sister did, I was like, oh, shit, that's legitimate proof of something. Yeah, that's crazy to be able to show a photograph and have, like, different inferences. It's like kind of like that uh, that gold and white and blue and black uh, no, dressing. but they saw the same thing. Yeah, no, that's the thing. Yeah, yeah. They oh, Some people saw that, it, some people didn't see it. Okay, I get what you mean. Now. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but, and it's just like, but then this is when, like, hysteria erupts. And everyone in the class went like ballistic because they were just like, because now they could see the alleged ghosts. I remember one guy was talking about like, yeah, it's like invisible. It's like Predator. It's got that sheen on it. I'm like, no, no, it doesn't. There's no sheen on this thing. Like you can't see it, but these two can. Mm-hmm. And then I uh, ended my presentation. And you may be wondering where this picture is now. Well, during that time, I saw like a sci-fi show called Factor Fiction. And in there, there was another guy who was a scientist who wanted to get proof of ghosts. And uh, he allegedly got video of the ghosts, but they were on film. So the person was choked out by their, uh, yeah, yeah. The person was choked out by the film. Yeah. By a ghost. And then at the end of the show, they reveal if the stories were true or not. And with that particular story, they said true. And I was like, oh, shit. So imagine you're 18 and you're like, okay, I could present this information to the world and die. Or I just know this truth and I get to live my happy life. So I decided to delete the photos. There was only like three of them. And then I found out that that, uh, that story was fake the whole time. After the fact. Like years later. And um, uh, I still kind of hope that I have it like laying around in some hard drive. But I've looked. It's not there anymore. I mean, that would be awesome to have if you post on the freaking... Uh, on the, the uh, Facebook and the, and the Twitter for it, but or like I, in or like the internet is just yeah, like yeah. it's just nutty. Yeah, no, I love I love stories like that. Like, um, growing up, I I I've always been uh, a believer in it because I've I've had experiences myself. Right, right. I've seen that shit. You know, um, like you have had that one instance. Right. Have you had any other instances like that? Yeah, yeah. I had one more when I was uh, in high school again, Sorry. but this was before that happened. You know the pause for me. No, no, it's all good, but. It was before that happened, and so I don't know why every time I entered my room, just one day out of the blue, I felt, like, this pressure, like, on my shoulders mm-hmm. to the point where, like, it hurt. Like, I was like, ah. Like, it was like a slow headache. But when I left my room, I was fine. And then I go back in my room, and I wasn't fine. And I'm like, yo, what the fuck? And then, like, I tried it with other people because it doesn't make any sense. And, yeah. like, they were like, yo, this is really weird. I'm like, right? So I would... Luckily, you know, I don't really hang out in my room a lot anyway, so I was like, or oh, whatever, and I would leave. 
but like in my room i would get like this like this thing of like fear and shit like like i wasn't alone i don't know how else to tell you but like nothing made sense like i would listen to my ipod nano at the time at like full volume and like and like i just couldn't hear i was like yo what the fuck is this shit what the hell's going on and that was like for like a month I would not sleep in my room for a majority of it because of whatever that experience was. And this is the same house you live in right now. Yeah, it's the same house I live in right now. And then not only that, like, if you're in my room, like, me and my sister were in my room once, and you would hear, like, footsteps and shit, like, someone's up, we'd open the door, no one's there. And then we close the door, and it's just the house is just creaking, like, randomly. And, yeah, you know, houses so, creak. Yeah, because he's All right, I'll give you that. But it's just like, yo, what the fuck? And like, it doesn't creak as often anymore, but it was just, it could have been just impeccable timing. Yeah. But the one moment where like, it actually became a haunting, because I wasn't sure at that point. It's like, am I in my own head? Or is there something going on here? And one night I tried to like sleep through my room and I was like panicking again or some shit. And then finally I thought I was over it. I'm like, all right, cool, cool. I could finally go to bed or whatever. Right. And I felt like someone kicked my back, dude. Like, straight up. And I was like, I thought it was my sister. And I was like, it wasn't, like, pain. It was like, yo, what the fuck? Like, you know, like, if someone pushed you at a bar or some shit, it was kind of like that. And I swear to you, dude, I was, like, fucking, like, hit or pushed or something. And I thought it was my sister. And I was like, yo, what the fuck? And I turn around and no one's there. I go into the hallway to my sister's room. She's dead asleep. And then I go to my parents' room, and they're they're snoring, dude. And that's when, like, the cold sweat happened, and I was like, what the fuck? And so uh, I did the manliest thing ever. I, uh, I, I woke my mom up, and I was like, can I sleep here tonight? <laughs> and I did. How old were you? I think I was, like, 17 or 18 at this point. Oh, uh, okay, okay. Yeah, but, um, but no, it, it doesn't stop there. I thought it did, because the day after that, all of that shit went away. The day after that, all of that shit went away. There was no more pressure in my room. Um, I mean, the creaking kind of stopped. I mean, houses creak, right? But, like, it wasn't like, like, it didn't feel like someone was walking. And I was like, I guess I was in my own head. And then, like, a week later, my mom told me, he's like, oh, no, no, no. That night when you slept, I, <laughs> I saw someone, like, walk towards, like, Natalie's room. She's like, what the fuck? And then, like, the fan started spinning a little bit for her. But it wasn't on. <laughs> And so she goes to see if it was Natalie and sees Natalie dead asleep. And then she looks back and in the room, she sees like the same thing. Just like whoosh, like a shadow thing. Just go. And so she said like a prayer and then whatever it was, like just like her curtains went like whoosh. And yeah, that's, that's her story. My mom has seen some shit because she was from El Salvador, but but she was freaked out too. Yeah. And then the day after, again, never again. We nothing happened. Okay. Okay. Yeah, it was bizarre. That is a trippy one for sure. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah, a, yeah. Yeah. Um. So for me, I've only had a couple instances of it. Mm-hmm. Um. The first one that comes to mind is so I was friends with. Uh, I talked about it before, like Jeremy Lloyd and uh, Chris Gove and all those guys, right? Mm-hmm. Um. So when we would stay the night at his place at his apartment, right? Um, we would all crash together, right? Right. So we're sitting there watching our show, and usually we'll like turn the TV off, and it's like dead quiet in the entire apartment, right? Mm-hmm. So we're sitting there, and like late at night, I'm, I get up, use restroom, come back, you know, lay back in bed, and 
the TV in the living room turns on. Just randomly. To static. Wait, that doesn't make any sense. It didn't make any sense because it was digital TV. There's no static for digital TV. Yeah, you can't find a static channel on digital. So I got up. I walked out. I looked at the fucking TV, and I'm like, what the fuck? So I I, I press, I turn it off, and I'm like, okay, that's just weird. So I I go back in bed, and I lie down, and I sleep, and I wake up and tell Jeremy about it. And Jeremy's like, yeah, it happens every once in a while. I'm like, what what do you mean it happens every once in a while? (laughs) I'm like, okay, um... The next time was after my my grandma died. Mm-hmm. Um, we stayed the night at my grandma's house that she was in uh, because you know that's we were there. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, one night, or no, was, I think my grandma was still alive. Uh, my grandpa passed away, so we were there. And one night, you know, down the hallway, you could see like someone walk, and I was like, "The fuck? That doesn't make sense." My mom's on the couch. Right, right. I'm on the recliner. So, you know, I get up and I look around and I'm like, okay, this is weird. So I go down the hallway a little bit and I see like a figure go into a room mm. and I'm like, what? And it was my grandma's room. I was like, all right, right. Okay. And at this point I go back to bed, I go back and lay down. I'm like, I don't want to investigate because why would I want to investigate a being that's able to go through a fucking door? <laughs> like, nah, I'm good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I've had other people tell me other ones like uh, one where uh, they're like doing uh, uh, like laundry. And they open like a laundry door where like, you know, like in some apartments, the lo- the like the, the wire washer and dryer are in a closet. Yeah. Like, yeah. Them. Like, it's, yeah, I know what you're yeah, talking about. So what happens is he opens it and he sees like something scary, like hanging off of a hanger, like a person, like bloody on stuff. Whoa. So he sees the shit and he's like, they're like, okay, no, close the door, open it, gone. That's crazy. And it's like, what the fuck? Like, and, and don't get me wrong. I love stories. Like that. I love hearing ghost stories. I love seeing that right. shit. Like I, I want personally, I, I do want to go and do a, uh, a ghost hunt. Like I want to go to like an abandoned fucking, you know, a sane asylum or, <laughs> or I want to go to a fucking prison and, and, and do some investigation or a old home, like the Winchester house. What you call it? I would like to do that too. I want like point. actual ghost hunting, like with actual equipment and all that shit. You know? Oh, I thought you meant like an actual tour. You know, you pay no, no, for no, no, it and an actual ghost hunter. Like I want to do oh, what they do on TV. Shit, no, like pitch black house. I'm good. You know, with the camera and all that shit. I want to do that crap. Nah, let's like bring my gun. I'm not doing. That. <laughs> you know, maybe, maybe we'll be able to do it. What if there's a bear? You don't a bear? know in a house? Okay, there's some like fourth dimensional being and. You know, a so bear in a house is... Those properties, by the way, did you know this? So this is a cool fact, actually. Sure. Yeah. So for properties, like the Stanley Hotel, like in The Shining, right? Okay. People stay there. They have resident ghost hunters. Oh. So they hire somebody and they stay in there and they hunt for ghosts while they're there. That's cool. And for other properties, like uh, abandoned places, they have security guards that actually have to monitor that area. Like, it's not like abandoned. Like, okay, people okay. actually monitor that area. So there are, you know, obviously it's not going to be a bear inside of it because there's <laughs> I a didn't guard know, I didn't know. I walking didn't the know. property. I thought it was just like a, just a regular property. Or yeah, no. So um, so there's a podcast. So not podcast. There's a TikTok that I saw of uh, this uh, person that was on Ghosted Hunters. He was mm-hmm. on, she was on Ghost Hunters Academy. Yeah, yeah. And she's she was a resident ghost hunter for the Stanley Hotel. And she was giving us like stories and, and, and things about it for the hotel. Right. She was talking about like, you know, all the people from Taps. She was talking about the people from um, uh, Ghost Adventures. Yeah. Which is one of my favorite shows, even though it's more like a dude comedy, you know? I like that they sprinkle in the Bro. comedy with the horror, kind of like the uh, unsolved mystery folks from BuzzFeed. Mm-hmm. But go on. But um, she was telling me, like, they are telling different stories about that. And I'm like, oh, that's fucking awesome. I want to do that shit. Mm-hmm. Like here in Vegas, a uh, great thing is if you're ever in Vegas, Go Ooh. check out Zach Baggins' 
haunted, haunted museum. museum. I want to yeah. go to that actually. So do I, but I'm afraid. Why? Because it's full of haunted like possessions. Right, right. So if you go there, you may bring something back with you. Yeah, you got a point. I'll I mean, stay at your house. Do you have the, <laughs> the, the Debic the box, I think it's called? Debic or something like that? Isn't that the one that Post Malone touched and then he yep. got in a car accident like the next day? Yep. Yeah. Yep. Um, that hey, you know what? Maybe shit. we shouldn't go there. <laughs> they have the first, they actually have the real Chucky doll. So you know that Chucky's actually real? Yeah. But it's like based on a different doll. Are you talking about the Annabelle doll? No, not the, the rag doll something? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like a sailor doll. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, it's based on that idea. Like okay. that that doll is what Chucky's based on. And uh fucking uh goddamn Zach Baggins has it. Zach Baggins <laughs> is Zach Baggins has the fucking murder bus. Like it's a bus where this guy, I don't remember his name, uh would go around and like euthanize people. What the what are yeah. you on about? I don't know this story. Yeah, yeah, no. So there's a there's a doctor um who would go around and like Euthanize people. It's fucking nutty. Hold on one second. Let me see. Like against their will? Yeah. Um, well, it's yeah. like, hey, little kid, get on my bus. I'm going to euthanize you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, what the fuck? Uh, oh, I did want to say one more actual ghost story, yeah, but it's my mom's account on it. Uh, so she used to live in, she was born in El Salvador, and during that time there was a civil war. So anytime there's war, like, it, it's just, there's a bunch of fuckery going on with ghosts and shit. And so she told this story when she was, because she, like she doesn't like to tell, tell these stories, but she was drunk this one time and the topic came up and she was telling it. And so as a kid, I listened to it. The first one, I wasn't able to get a good grasp on it. But with the second one, I was able to understand it fully. And the way it went is like one day, she was like 11. She has seven sisters. And so one of the younger ones woke up with her at around 3 a.m. in El Salvador. Mm-hmm. They just woke up. They're like, while we're awake, you want to go downstairs and get something to eat? She's like, yeah. And because she's the younger one, she's going to follow the older sister. So, because that's how the dynamic works. Anyway, she goes downstairs with her. And then, and then, uh, I don't know why. I think my mom either got a message or she got a hunch or something that told her, like, don't open the door when, like, the dog comes in. Like, either someone told her or she got the message and she's like, why did that go in my head? Whatever. And they're like getting like some midnight snack. And then a dog starts barking at the door. And her and her sister there, they don't own a dog. And, you know, there is some wild dogs in El Salvador. But my mom's like, okay. So they go to the living room. She goes off to the side to try to peek through on the window. But while she's doing that, her sister goes to open the door. And my mom's like, no, 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 no. And she opens it. And the dog stops barking, and she doesn't say a word. And then she closes the door after, like, an uncomfortable amount of staring and silence. And then my mom tried to talk to her, and she didn't respond. She didn't say anything. She didn't do anything. So she let her back to go to bed, and then the next day she still refused to say or speak about it or what happened. Kind of like she's like, you know, like, have you ever been, like, have you seen people, like, so stressed or something, they just refuse to acknowledge anything? Uh, not really, but I, I think I need to talk about it. I've never seen it myself, but, like, and then, like, during, like, breakfast, she just started, like, bawling. And they're like, what, what's happening? And she doesn't know. She doesn't remember. My that's mom. Creepy. Yeah, yeah, that's creepy. And my, and my mom's like, what the fuck? <laughs> So, but uh, yeah, 
So that guy I was talking about, by the way, the, the murder bus. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, his name is Jack uh, Kevorkian. Yeah. Okay. He's an American pathologist and euthanizing euthanism. I don't know how to pronounce the word. My God. Okay. I'm gonna get I'm gonna get yelled at by the way for not pronouncing that right word right. Yeah, um, the euthanasia the euthanasia group is gonna <laughs> really be after your throat. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> or your veins. He publicly championed a terminal patient's right to die by physician assisted suicide. Uh, embodied oh. in his quote, "Dying is not a crime." Uh, Kevorkian said that he assisted at least one hundred and thirty patients uh, to the end. So basically, what he would do is he would have a van and he would travel around and and be like like a home doctor and assist in their suicides. Oh wow! Yeah, to let them die. Is that Doctor Death or is that a different guy? Uh, I think that's a different person. I I, person if I don't remember correctly, Doctor Death did that against their will. That may be him, I, I think. Let me just double check that. But but again, yeah. Um, what do you think about that? Like yeah, assisted that is suicide. Him, that, is him, that is him. Okay, okay. What do you think about assisted suicide? Do you think it's yay or nay on helping someone end it with consent? <sighs> I feel like it's a tricky situation. Because um, like, low key, if I was ever a vegetable, just, just end me right there. Give me a week, maybe. Let's pull the plug, bro. Oh no! By the way, Doctor Death is a is actually based on a guy called Christopher Dunch. Uh-huh. Uh It's a Texas guy who would like murder stuff. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um. So assisted suicide, I think it's like, man, it's hard. It's a tricky. It's a tricky subject, kind of like abortion and shit, you know. Like okay, so for instance, if I was a complete vegetable, like I couldn't do anything, and I was you know trapped in my body. Yeah. Uh, please fucking kill me. Honestly, like there's I'm no not, way. I'm not coming back from that. No, I, I, I don't like, want to. If I, if there's no possible way for me to recover and I'm stuck in that, please kill me. Cause I'm already fucking dead. <laughs> yeah. Um, like what am I going to do? Yeah. Like, I mean, stuff like that. I get it. Like suicide's always been a weird thing for me. Right. Um, it's a dark spot. It's a very dark spot. Uh, everybody has to go through that shit. And again, if you guys have to go through that stuff, make sure you call for help. Like, if you guys need help, reach out. Honestly, it, like, everyone says it gets better. I've been in that spot, too, where I'm like, does it really get better? If you stay long enough, it will. And mm-hmm. then you'll find a drive in life. Yeah. And you'll never feel any happier um, after that. Or yeah. you'll always feel happier. So we talk about we talk about ghosts. Mm, I love mm. ghosts. I, I, one of my favorite shows is Ghost Hunters or Ghost Adventures. I actually watched it to go to bed. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I remember yeah. you were playing it once, mm-hmm. and I was like, "This guy's wild." Yeah, uh, so I, I like I like watching it. It's funny, but it's like super dark in the very beginning because they talk about the history of like the area that they're in. Ooh, it, that's never fun. It's just like seventeen children were murdered here by one man. Yeah. I'm like, okay, uh, and Timmy likes to play with a red ball, and I'm like, oh, okay, that's cool, Timmy. <laughs> but yeah, like stuff like that, I I love. So we're we're back on Halloween thing. So funny thing. So yep. with Halloween, I, me and my friends, we literally just finished watching Halloween. The new one. No, 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 no. Mm-hmm. So we watched Halloween from 1987, I think it is. Oh, the, the original. original one, yeah. And then right afterwards, we watched the 2017 reboot. Or, well, pre- pre- the sequel reboot. Okay, okay. Yeah, because I, I didn't watch all the extra ones that got all crazy or whatever. I watched literally just the first one and then the most recent one. Right. And I'm going to go see Halloween Kills um, soon. By the time this comes out, I'll already have seen it. This is a spoiler for everyone who likes a decent movie for Halloween Kills. I heard it's kind of ass. Yeah, but I mean, again, it's just... <sighs> Halloween! Yeah, it's, it's you know, Michael Myers killing ah! people. 
Uh, the first Halloween's really good, by the way. Like, I actually went back and watched it. I'm, I'm probably going to do a TikTok on it and, and, and talk about it a little bit more. I should watch the first Halloween. It's really good. Really? Um, especially with, like, surround sound. Because, like, so th- the, the way it plays off compared to the second one, the prequel, mm-hmm. uh, prequel, uh, sorry, the sequel reboot, yeah. um, is that they are very suspenseful. So ah. what they play off of is they don't play off of like smash cut danger, 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 danger. They play off of like Michael Myers is there somewhere and you can know he's there because the music shifts and starts playing that music or it plays like, you know, him breathing, like him just breathing in the, in the, in the, in the headphones. It's fucking terrifying. And the thing about it's actually is, really interesting then. Yeah. That movie is so good. Right. Right. But, the crazy thing about it is there's only like three or four songs in the entire fucking movie. What? Yeah. It's the, the normal like Halloween music they have. Like yeah, the, yeah. the, 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 like that, that song. And then like a couple like copyright songs that are like playing on the radio or something. Okay. That's it. So that's all they do that. And then the breathing. And then that's the entire fucking <laughs> movie for music orchestra. And it's so suspenseful and good. And like, I miss the days of like old TV like that or old movies because man, they have nipples, man. Like <laughs> oh wait, nipples. They really did. Oh yeah, hundred yeah. percent, dude. Was it PG thirteen back in the day? It was. That was PG thirteen. That's crazy how PG thirteen was back in like the nineties and eighties and shit. Yeah. yeah, it's just like you could say fuck like once, you know. Yeah, and you titties. can watch someone get slaughtered. No, I think it's already movie actually. They get fucking slaughtered in that movie. Holy shit! Yeah, back then movies had gonads. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and it's like, I shot you six times. Actually, shoot him seven. Um, <laughs> but yeah, like I, I watched that again, and it made me appreciate like good Halloween horror movies and horror stories, right? Because um, like the difference, the 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 vast difference between 1987 and 2017 horror. Holy crap! Forty it's, years is a lot. It's like. It's really formulated. Yeah. I want to say it's just been. That's what I kind of hate, and I've always preached that that like. We need more originality in mainstream movies. The issue with it is we're running out of ideas, and the issue with it is a lot of originality doesn't portray well to normal people. Like, okay, there's a movie coming out. Okay, uh-huh. by the way, we're talking about movies all of a sudden. There's a movie coming out for movie portrayal stuff like that. Um, uh, it's called uh, Last Night in Soho. Okay. Uh, guess who's directing it and who wrote it? Who, M. Night Shyamalan. Incorrect. Uh. Steven Spielberg. No, it's someone that I would see any movie that he writes and directs. Edgar Wright. Absolutely. Oh, hey. It's his movie. And it has uh it stars the the actor from Queen's Gambit. Mm. Forgot her name. Okay. Uh and then also the actor who plays the eleventh doctor, Matt Smith. Oh, all right. So they're both in the movie. Nice. And it's like super cool, super cerebral. I'm like, I watched the trailer for it, I'm like, holy shit, I need to see this movie. But that's what I'm saying. Like, we need better horror movies. Like what, yeah. what? What horror movies do we have right now? We have, we have a Halloween. We have kills. another Saw coming out. Like, do we? Yeah, it's like a variant of Saw. Like a I know spin-off. Jigsaw came out, which was has. I thought a, we had another one. Chris coming Rock out. in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought that was the one. It already came out. Yeah, it's already on DVD, dude. It's on Blu-ray. Oh shit, my yeah. bad. I'm, I don't know. Yeah, no, and uh, we have a Scream Four coming out. Oh, yeah, next there's year? another Scream coming out. Yeah, I mean Scream is not bad. Scream's pretty good. Uh, yeah, the like, the original Scream has one of my favorite actor in it. Okay. The guy who the the guy who voices Scooby Doo. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry, Scooby Doo. Sorry, Shaggy. He voices Shaggy. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um. But yeah, you know, we need like good horror movies. Like, I don't like. I'm not a big fan of Paranormal Activity. I like. The I first like one. Paranormal Activity. It the was first, really good. Yeah, yeah. 
after that, I kind of got... Mm. It got really dumb, I yeah. think, after the third one. Because the second one's like, oh, we could afford more shit. Let's yeah. just Let's jingle the jangle more. Yeah, and then like the third one, they started going... Mm. And then like I think the fourth one was the one where it's like... like it's just it's, like it's like paranormal activity, dark dimension. It's like, no, you open the nether realm in order to... End. It wasn't no. like super Hispanic, like super like Mexican, or like super like... like uh, Oh, yeah, like it was very Southern. like Spanish-themed. Or yeah, whatever. that's for Spanish, sorry, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and it was like super Spanish-themed. I was like, what the fuck is going on here? <laughs> I, I may watch them. I have all of them. I have that. I have Purge and stuff like that. I need to watch them. I mean, I've never been a fan of the Purge. It what, always seemed done to me. 24 your, hours. What's your favorite scary movie? That's my favorite scary movie. Yeah. I don't see many scary movies. I thought Get Out was kind of cool. Get Out was really good. Yeah, I or, like I like the jokes and also like the like the like the weirdness of it. It's like, yo, what the fuck is going on? How, did you see his other thing? I think it's like um, Us. There's Us. You know what I'm talking about? The yeah, I know it's like, with the scissors. Yeah, I've seen that one. Yeah, too. it's where they're like, it's the same family, but they're like, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fucking creepy. Yeah, I like shit like that. Um, I'm trying to think, favorite I. It just sounds dumb. I've actually never seen this movie, but I've always wanted to because mm-hmm. I just like the aspect of it. The Strangers. It's an oh, old yeah, yeah, movie. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just like three people in like weird masks. And like what I liked so much about the trailer was like, why are you doing this? It's like, because you were home. And it's just like. That's fucking scary. Yeah, dude. I was like, holy fuck. But it's not like super crazy beings. Mm-hmm. They're just people. So my Favorite one, it's not really favorite, but it's the one that hit me the hardest would be Insidious. Mm. Um, I think that's the same one I'm thinking of. There's one that I saw that I can't remember fully. I saw one with Daniel Radcliffe called The Woman in Black that kind of <laughs> blowed after the fact. Okay, that one there, I watched it in theaters. That I one did scared too. the fuck out of me. It theaters. did. I had a whole crowd of like rowdy people, oh, so really? they were oh, making sucks. jokes. I, no, what sucks though is like my obviously my group wasn't a fan of it. Their jokes were kind of funny. <laughs> like, like there was one point Daniel Radcliffe had to defend himself from whatever. He was like, use your wand, Harry. And I was like, okay, fine. That one was pretty good. <laughs> uh, there was a movie that I remember watching. Yeah, okay, it was Sinister. There's a movie called Sinister. Have you seen it before? No. So Sinister has Ethan Hawke in it. It's basically the entire ploy of it is that they move into a house and like he's a writer and yeah. shit. And they find this like old like film reel and he puts it on and it's basically a like murder. Like it's like oh, wow. fucking aggressive. Like I think in one scene the guy runs a lawnmower over the people. And inside this film reel is this demon. And what's happening is kind of like a... It's not The Shining. What's the that? Ring? Uh, no, no. Where's the one? What's the one where it's like the guy gets possessed by a demon in a house, and like over time he becomes more and more aggressive. Conjuring, I think maybe. Amityville Horror. It's Amityville Horror. Thank okay, you. Yeah. Okay. So it's kind of like that esque, where he's getting like possessed by this this thing, and he has to basically he's everything's happening in that film. Yeah. He now has to go and then do that shit. Oh wow! Yeah, that's actually kind of crazy. Yeah, and it's like, but he stopped. Like he gets stopped. They burn the film. It's it's fucking. It's good. Movie. You know what's weird about me? I think I've said this in our movie one too that hasn't been released. But I like horror movies, synopsis, mm-hmm. and the ideas of it, and what's behind it. I don't like watching horror movies. I don't like watching horror movies that have come out anytime in the last ten years. Like, because uh, media nowadays is like, it has to be quick, funny, or like just keeps attention. They just want money, bro. Like, wh- like right now, what's the last movie that you've seen that you're like, oh my god, this is like, I have to own this movie. I like, can't think of anything, right? There's only one movie I've ever 
loved the trailer and the aspect of it so much. I didn't even see it in theaters. I just bought it on Blu-ray when it was available. How do you do that? Uh, because I had so much faith in this movie, and it was Ford versus Ferrari. Oh, okay. I was like, I because I watched some clips, and I'm like, oh, yeah, this movie fucks. I really liked it personally. So um, what's funny is any any Simon Pegg movie uh, with Edgar Wright. Uh, no, no. So I went and saw. Oh, and uh, Baby Driver would be one where I saw it in theater and I was like, I need it. I saw it in theater too. It was fucking amazing. I um, So one of the movies that I'm like, hey, I picked up was Free Guy. Yeah. Uh, that was amazing. That's a fucking amazing movie. I'm going to pick up Suicide Squad next week. Oh, the new Suicide Squad was fun. Yeah, it comes out uh, October 26th. It's not much of a horror, but it was good. Yeah. It should have should have been the first one. Shout right. out. Well, so scary movies, they've, they've, they've done their take. They've gone their way. Um, how about Haunted? We talked about Haunted Houses last week, actually. Um, you dress up as Halloween? You dressing up as Halloween? I'm trying to think what I would dress. I think I do. I think we, I don't know if we talked about it, but like, I, I used to be into like, hey, let me try to be scary. Like, let me do like the scream guy or like something. But now I just like goofy costumes during Halloween. Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking I'm going to dress up as a chicken. Oh, nice. I'm, funny. Uh, I'm going as Frontman from uh, Squid Game. Frontman. Is that the, oh wait, is that the, is that how you got the, you did the mask, right? Yeah, yeah the costume I was wearing. That yeah, was yeah. the costume. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It yeah. was pretty cool. It was yes, pretty cool. Yeah. I did pretty good. It was, it was pretty good. I had help from uh, Squid. Squid the Games. Um, but yeah, scary things, man. I fucking love that shit. Like, uh, have you ever seen Train to Busan? No, but it's on my list of watch. Yeah, I think you it's would like, I feel like Korea is really doing horror just right because they have Train to Busan, Parasite. That's actually a modern one, but it's not American. They also have a Peninsula. Never heard of it. That's the sequel to Train to Busan. Wow. Okay. Yeah, it's already on DVD. Okay. Okay. Um, no, they didn't even fantastic. I mean, look at Squid Games. Squid Games is great. Squid Games is fantastic. Right. Um, I like more of a suspense movie. Uh, I don't remember the plot, but I saw all of Secret Window, and I was like, I liked it. Um, but back to the scary things. Ooh. I was thinking of something, and then I fucking forgot. Nice. That is kind of scary. <laughs> oh, scary video games. You play any good scary games? Uh, my favorite scary game of all time and forever will be Dead Space. <laughs> Dead Space. I fucking love Dead Space. I love that the ambiance of Dead Space. Dead Space is not really... Okay. Don't get mad at me. It's a quote-unquote scary game, but it's like a haunted house scary game. You know there's going to be jump scares. You know behind this door is going to be like, ooh, it's full of dead people and stuff like that. I was like, oh, no, there's a corpse on the floor. Is it going to get up? Ah, Kind of like if you go through a haunted house. You know, yeah. If they put your attention at one thing, odds are something's going to jump out of it, and that's kind of like dead space. It's just, it's, it's just fun, fun stuff, and I just love the theme of like, space and yeah there's blood everywhere there's gore and you have to think too that's the other part you can't just shoot aimlessly you have to land your shots yep so that's the scary part you have to perform under pressure everything's moving you're like fuck 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 i got six bullets left fuck and i just like the fact too that the main character isn't like this is a superpower it's super soldier who's able to take on anything it's like no it's just some dude who wanted to get his girlfriend and get the fuck out the ship yep isaac um my favorite scary game would it's a kind of toss-up so this is a weird one okay i really like Uh uh-huh uh condemned i've heard of condemned it's a very good one it's very weird 
Um, that was one of like the infamous ones, kind of like PT, except during the Xbox 360 area. Because I remember yeah. people were like, "Oh, you played uh, whatever." I played Condemned. I'm like, whoa, you got a copy of Condemned? You played that? Yeah, I finished it. Did you um, finish Condemned? Yeah, I did. It's a good game. I, I beat both. Tell me what one. it's about. Um, I haven't played it forever, but I watched a review on it recently. Uh, just vaguely. Basically, you're a um, fucked up cop that's going like cerebral issues. Uh-huh. And what happens is there's a blackout in town, I think it was, and you now have to find out, like you're, you're like trying to solve a case. Yeah. And what happens is a bunch of convicts get out from this area and they're swarming the town and now you have to solve this case while also fighting off these things. But in all reality, what's happening is you're like your your brain's degrading and you're having issues. Oh. And the whole second episode is like basically uh, a consequence of what happened in the first game and you're the villain. Oh. Yeah. The next game that I actually like really, really much, I didn't play it, but I watched a lot about it. It's called Cry of Fear. I've never actually heard of this. It's a free game on Steam. Cry of, of fear. fear. Yeah. So the game itself is this like weird cerebral thing that takes place in Sweden. It's a sweet, it's a Sweden free game, Unity and all that stuff. Maybe like two people. Okay. Um, the whole game is your, your character trying to get home, and it's actually a big allegory, uh, allegory for like uh, depression. So oh. everything that's going on is actually just going on in his head. Okay. Kind of like amnesia. Yeah. And it's super dark. Like there's a doctor guy that you meet and he's actually your therapist that you don't, don't realize in the end. You have an issue with your girlfriend. Do you save her? Do you let her go? But it's all reality. Do you kill and then the very end? It's like, oh, do I kill the cops? Am I blah, blah, blah. It's fucking crazy. Holy shit. Yeah. It's really cool. If you ever get to watch it, if you ever want to like watch something on it, um, there's a guy named Pyro Cynical. He did an entire like uh, like video on it. And it's like two and a half hours long. It's fucking good. It plays through the entire game. explains everything about it down to a T. I love it. I have two quick takes. Yeah. Uh, first of all, would you consider Bioshock a scary game? Not really. It's a cerebral. Uh, no, it's not really. Dude, scary. the first like five minutes. You the see first a man five minutes drills. of it, yeah. You see some woman being like, oh, yeah. little baby. Ooh, boop, 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 boop. But then as and soon then as you d- realize that it's not scary anymore. It's yeah. a trippy scenario. I'm not going to, like, it is a, uh, would you, I don't know, I think I'd consider cerebral scary. I'd say it's, like, barely scary, if that makes any sense. Like, if, if you're talking about well, scary. Well, I think, I thought it was scary, actually. I take that back. Everyone's dirty. You're getting hunted by everything. Yeah. And there's, like, some weird fuck-ups here. No, no, there. there's scary shit that happens in the game. It's a good game. I wouldn't care, I wouldn't call it a scary game. Yeah. But I, would call I still it a dark wouldn't game. either. Yeah, that's a perfect thing for yeah. it, a dark game. I think the last scary game I played would be, I played Phasmophobia. Um, I played Five Nights at Freddy. I was planning to play Five Nights at Freddy's uh, Security, no, Security Breeze, uh, Help One, Help Wanted. I want to play that in VR because, because mm. so there's a video on the internet of me playing uh, Five Nights at Freddy's. Uh, I was playing it in my old house upstairs alone in the pitch black darkness, and I played Five Nights at Freddy's Four. Uh, I literally screamed and freaked out so bad that I fell and broke my chair. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, You can find that video go. on YouTube. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, you can find it on the Legend of the Bros channel. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I, I, I like getting scared. I like getting scared, but I don't like getting scared. It's weird. I, I feel it's a natural feeling. Like, there's a little, like, adrenaline or something that comes out of it, but at the same time, it's like, oh, that sucked. Yeah, yeah. But, like... I was going to say, how do you feel about, like, Five Nights at Freddy's? Because that sort of aspect scares me, like, Five Nights at Freddy's. It's, like, like the are, creepy music and, like... Have you played it? I've seen so much of it. Would you play it? it? No. 
Would you play Phasmophobia in VR? No, absolutely not. Really? Sure? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Um, what's funny is actually uh, in VR, everything is more scary. I believe it. I've been in like VR once and I was like, okay, it's very immersive. I am never doing a horror game in fucking VR. Funny enough, I played a game called Raft or like not Raft. It's called uh, like Shark Raft or whatever. Uh-huh. So basically the whole point of the game is to build raft platforms around you while also fighting away a horde of like sharks and fish and all that stuff by shooting them, right? Okay. Um. Yeah, that game is terrifying for me. Because I'm, like, I'm stressing out about like fucking sharks eating my platforms and putting platforms down and oh, freaking okay. out. Okay, okay. Because like VR makes everything more scary. Yeah, I believe it. And yeah, it makes it more harder too. Like, what if you're aiming your gun? And you're like, fuck, missed, fuck, missed, yeah. fuck, missed. I, I was so when Phasmophobia came out last year, um, I decided to grab my VR headset and play in VR with the guys. Okay. Uh, that is the ter- most terrifying experience I've ever had in my <laughs> fucking life. I think I was on Holy your Discord shit. when that happened. Like, yeah. I was able to hear everything that you were doing, and I was like, <laughs> lol. Yeah, it was terrifying <laughs> as hell. I was sitting there, because uh, you're in the thing, and the, the headphones for the, the game, it plays the audio in this kind of 3D aspect area. So literally, it felt like something was breathing down my neck, and when the, the fucking ghost come by, it scares the fuck out of you. Yeah, it is. Because it sounds real. Uh, but they just released an update, so I'm planning to to play that again with Gavin. Um, I thought Phasmophobia was a really cool concept, oh, and I love that it. blew up like crazy, almost like Among Us. Yeah, no, I'm fucking Among Us. Um, <laughs> Among Us. But yeah, no, I, I I love scary games. I love scary movies. I love all that stuff. Um, so, uh, you have any scary campfire stories? Oh, shit. So when I was a kid, um, I grew up in a uh, so I grew up in Grants Pass, Oregon, right? Uh huh. So for <laughs> why do you say it like that? What's so wrong with that well, part of Oregon? Oh no! When I lived there, it was a rinky-dink little small town. Okay, okay, right. So for a while there, my family's poor. Okay. They didn't make money, so we lived in a park, like okay. a like a like a trailer park, like not trailer park, like a campground. Okay, park, right? Okay. So over time there, that's where I learned a lot of scary stories because you know when you're sitting around on October, your whole point is to hey, uh, I'm gonna sit around a scary thing and tell you tell scary stories right right so i've I learned a bunch there um but like dude living in a park and being told scary stories is the most terrifying thing you ever can fucking do <laughs> i believe it and i lived there for, I, for me it felt like i lived there forever but it was not <laughs> that long i think it was like a summer okay um but yeah it was fucking terrifying dude i can't imagine just a whole because like uh we would do these trips and i'd go to yosemite which is a national park yeah Oh, by the way, I do actually have one thing that I did watch recently that scared me. But anyway, um, no, you gotta say what it is. What is it? It's some. Um, uh, it's like missing four one one. Have you ever heard of it? No. It's a documentary series talking about how people who go missing in national parks and secluded areas. But the thing is, the whereabouts and how they were disappeared. Like for instance, like a little toddler was uh, was like a uh, went missing. In between, like, two sets of, like, groups of people mm-hmm. on a one-way path. And they were able to find his pants and shirt, like, 3,000 feet up in elevation within a span of, like, like, in a span of, like, essentially five minutes, a kid goes missing and the only exits are blocked off by both groups. And yet, they found his, they didn't find all of his remains, but they found his stuff, like, 3,000 feet up neatly folded with the shoes still like the shoes don't look like they've been there for like three years the shoes look like they've been there for like maybe a couple days 
that's terrifying. And their pants are inside out, and it, like shit just doesn't make sense. And there's like a uh, a cougar did it, and they're like, there's no fucking way a cougar did any of this shit. But like, it's just multiple stories and cases like that presented, and like even some cases where the kids survived, mm-hmm. but they have no memory of what happened, or it's just creepy of what happened to them. Oh yeah, no. I so uh, one of my favorite hobbies is to watch. I listen to podcasts. Yeah. Right? So one of them I listen to is called No Sleep Podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that place because like as a voice actor, listening and hearing people narrate stories is fucking amazing. Like I can listen to people narrate stories all day. Like it's like my, like that's what I do during the um, Halloween month. Uh-huh. I listen to just no sleep on the po- uh, podcast. Like when I'm, when I'm in the car, when you say narrate, what do you mean? Like narrate? So like they, they actually, they like, like they put some, show. they put like some bravado into it. Like it's like a, it's like, no, it's like a radio I show. Open the door. A what? It's like a radio show. Okay. So they're actually like playing, like they're actually acting in the scenes. So oh. they're actually like, re- like they're reading. Oh, they're it. like reenacting it. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, so they, they do this part and they fucking do this crap. I'm like, oh my God, that's amazing. And the act, the voice actors that do it, they're honestly some of the best that I've ever honestly seen. Mm. Um, and they read, they used to, when they first started, they used to just read stories off of the, the are no sleep. Um, but now they actually get stories written by people and given to them and they voice acting and all of them are really good voice actors. Oh, ah, fuck. do you want me to tell you the creepypasta that, uh, someone told me in high school? Uh, you want to wait a bit? We're not dead. We're not okay, the okay. then. Uh, cause we'll tell, we'll each tell a story. Okay. Okay. Um, uh, give me one second. I'm gonna run inside real fast, and I'm gonna grab a jacket and uh, pee real fast. Okay. Uh, cool. you just want to pause it? Yeah. Well, well it's, it's. I mean, yeah. It's it's shouldn't record for the next minute. So Corey, Corey. What if I just clap sync right here? Uh, that'll it, get his attention. Yeah, clap. Corey, make sure you cut the this little part here because I'm gonna go to the bathroom and come back. I'll just go inside too. Right. Look, there's gonna be a ghost that's gonna happen. You know what I mean? <laughs> we record something.
Aiden Pierce? Huh? Aiden Pierce? No, it's Aiden Pierce, and Decker's from, uh, from, uh, uh, he's from, uh, something else. There's, De- Decker's from, uh, Blade Runner. Okay. Yeah, from Blade Runner. I have now gotten my coat, because it was getting cold. Yeah. Um. Okay, so I'm back. Uh, that's 53. Perfect, look at that. Um, so yeah, yeah, so with, uh, uh scary stories and stuff like that, uh, like, man, I, I've learned so much scary stories from just being, you know, around because like listening to No Sleep, um, I love like as you were talking about, yeah. as you were talking about before about the missing people. Yeah. Um, I've been listening to other things, too. Like uh, there's a thing called uh, the Time Suck Podcast. Uh-huh. And with the Time Suck Podcast, he would take a topic that's super scary or super like creepy and then he would dive deep in it like um, D.B. Cooper. Oh, D.B. Cooper. Yeah, he did a whole thing about D.B. Cooper. He's done one about like Shadow Men. Uh, he's done one about like conspiracy theories. The he's done Shadow a lot. Man. Um, Time Suck with Dan Cummins is a phenomenal podcast. Uh, it's actually one of the reasons why I like podcasting so much and why I want to do it because I see these guys do it and I'm like, oh fuck yeah. Um, I just like talking. <laughs> <laughs> shit, I'm gonna talk all the time. Uh, um, I was gonna ask you. Speaking of uh, scary stuff, uh, what is a phobia of yours? Heights. Oh, it's the same. Yeah, have heights. you had any? What is like the scariest encounter you've had where heights just kicked in and you're like, "Fuck this!" Uh, so I remember I was uh, someone wanted me to ride a ride at the stratosphere that like thing where you drop off. I said, "Fuck no!" Is it the one that like there's a roller coaster? The stratosphere is a is a hotel here in Las Vegas at the mm-hmm. end of the strip, and it's is a it giant needle. No, it's in the end. Yeah, so so it's on a, top yeah. on top of the stratosphere, like a really tall tower, right? There's right. a there's this like ride where you ride it, and it basically shoots you off the edge of the the place, uh-huh. and then pulls you back in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I said no, absolutely fucking no. not, absolutely. There's not. even another area that I don't want to go do too. That's over the Grand Canyon. There's like a glass walkway. Yeah, fuck that noise. And I'm like, no, I'm good. I am terrified of heights. I uh I one time went hiking to Red Rock, mm-hmm. uh with my friend, and he was like, "Yeah, it's gonna be a bunch of us or whatever." And then like uh, they weren't able to go, so I was the only one to go with him, which was fine. And so we go because I kind of want to reconnect with him for a little bit, and we walk, and he's like, "All right, yeah." I was like, "Where's the Where's the trail?" He's like, "Oh no, we, we just kind of go from here." And I'm like, "All right, I mean it's a desert, right?" And so it's this area where it's a bunch of rocks. Could you imagine like a bunch of rocks just stacked on top of each other? Kind of, yeah. Yeah, so it's like it's like boulders and stuff like that, and you just walk through it or climb through it. And I was like, all right, this is kind of cool. It's still like walkable. It's nothing too high, and it's rounded, so it's easy to get up on. But then we came across this point, and I remember at the beginning of this thing, it's like, all right, one thing we got to remember is like it's easy to go up. It's hard to go down, so let's just make sure not to do that. And I was like, all right, cool. I got my full trust in him. He seems like he knows what he's talking about, so we – climb up this boulder and we make it to this point at like the top like all right cool 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 and i was like hey yeah how do we get down he's like huh (laughs) and so i'm freaking out but i'm trying not to because like it's it's sheer rock like not sheer rock but like it has some divots and shit but it's not it's like maybe an inch maybe Mm -hmm. less and it's rounded and if we fall, it's like at least 20 feet from one ledge. 
And if Jesus. we fall all the way, it's probably like another 30 or 40. And I'm like, I am not looking down. I am going at a turtle's pace. And I didn't hear this because I was in my own head. But, like, dude, it's like it's like 50 degrees. Jesus Christ. Or some shit like that. And it's just like, and then, like, there's some girl. Because you could see us because it's a desert, like, at the beginning of this whole, like, area. And she's like, ah, oh my God, are they safe? Is that okay? <laughs> and my friend was hearing it. I wasn't because I was in my own head. And he's like, bitch, shut the fuck up. I'm trying not to die out here. <laughs> well, we made it down safely. Jesus. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, I, I would was never like, do that shit. I was like, never again. No, and people, never I, again. I, I'm not a big fan of heights. So again, I'm like, if people make me go do height things, like. I get really shaky on ladders. I used to uh, until I got like. When I worked at Big Five, they had this tall, like, 15-foot ladder shit. And I was like, fuck that, bro. It's not as much anymore, but every now and again, I do get the shakes. Just my, simply on a ladder. My height thing is literally only over a certain height. Like, it's over, like, maybe three stories up. If I'm three stories up and I look down, uh-huh. no, I'm good. <laughs> Absolutely not. I'm going to run away. Um, I, I Okay, so other than other than heights, I am scared. I'm afraid of clowns. I don't give a shit about clowns. I fucking hate clowns. I I used to be like afraid of spiders, but now it's just grown into a hate. I just hate spiders. I can see that. Spiders spiders are pretty cool. I I, I like them because they have purpose. But no, at the same them. time, I understand that. Like no, if they're in the house, I gotta kill them. <laughs> I gotta kill them. All spiders, even daddy long legs. Yeah, even daddy long legs. Oh, they finna die tonight. The thing is though, at my house currently, we have geckos, mm. so we don't need the spiders because the geckos eat everything. Yeah. Uh. But yeah, scary dude. I mean, this Halloween podcast has been pretty good. We we've, we've done pretty good. Here. Uh, <laughs> dude, going back to the whole like you living in the park for a while, mm-hmm. like for that one summer when I went to Yosemite, dude. Like the woods is a scary area, bro. I I'm digging the desert, bro, because I've been in like wooded areas and you look around, you put a light, it's just darkness because yep. everything's covered by fucking trees. Just like the episode you talk about where you pointed the light out into the water, that's yeah, how it feels, bro. And it's just and you know something's out there. You've been the in the thing. forest alone like that? Uh, no. Like I so I go camping, right? I go camping every once in a while in like the uh over in uh California, right? And when I was doing that, um. Every night I would have to, I have to go to the bathroom because I go to the bathroom quite often because I drink a lot of water. Uh-huh. And uh, literally, I got to get up and use the restroom. I was terrified. <laughs> uh, uh, I know, I know that situation. Like I'm in an it's, unknown situation. I'm in an unknown area. I don't know where I am. I don't know who's around me. I don't yeah. know if I'm gonna go to the bathroom and someone's gonna fucking follow me in there and stab. Are you, the is it an actual me. bathroom? Bathroom? Yeah. Okay. Okay. I had the same scenario. It was like it was midnight. I'm in this wooded area. The bathroom is like a football field away, and it's not a straight line. I have to go like around this curved path, and like there's trees and wood and other people and mm-hmm. shit. And I, big brain, uh, just peed like uh, 20 feet away from where I was. <laughs> smart, smart. That's how not you even do 20 it. feet. I was like, I looked around. I saw a raccoon. I'm like, no. And I just like whipped it out and fucking pissed. Yeah, yeah, Got to um, mark territory. Okay. So. Perfect. Okay. So what we're going to do is this. Okay. okay. So uh, I'm going to talk a little bit right here fast. Okay. So I want to thank you everyone for listening to this Halloween episode of podcast. Now. Thank you. This is not the end. 
after I say these little credit parts here, I'm going to say it probably again at the end again. We're going to read some scary stories. No. Tell us scary stories that we have in our brain holes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't have anything off the top of my head, so I'm going to read a creepypasta. Nice, nice. And credit it. <laughs> so if you want to stick around after this please do we're going to read a little scary stories for you guys yeah. we'll narrate it and all that stuff and make it all sound nice get spooked get spooked and happy Halloween yeah happy yeah. Halloween stay safe out there uh, I'm going to be what, what are you doing for Halloween staying at home staying at home giving ca- candy to the kids awesome this is the first year I'm not doing that I'm going to go down to uh, Fremont Street hell yeah yeah I'm going to go down there we're going to hang out and uh, party every talk. day yeah It'd be pretty cool. Um, okay, so uh, with that being said, I want to thank our amazing audio engineer, Corey Cox. Thanks, Corey. Thank you for making us sound beautiful and not moronic. Uh, I want to thank you, my co-host, uh, Fausto Ramirez. Yo, uh, I want to give a shout out to you too, Eddie, because you pushed me to get to this point as Absolutely. well. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, and just so you guys all know, please make sure you guys follow us on all of our social media profiles if you want to check it out. We have uh, our Facebook, which is, uh, you know, facebook.com slash the talking podcast. Again, that's the talking T-A-L-K-N podcast. Or you can go over to our Twitter handle, which is the exact same thing. The talking podcast, TikTok, all that good stuff. You can send us an email at the talking podcast, gmail, gmail.com. And also for next month, because we're because you know, next month be November. Right. If you would like to do a episode with us or do a um a podcast, you know, let us know. Send us an email, message us on Facebook, and be like, hey, I'm interested in doing an interview with you. If we don't get people that want to do interviews, we'll just grab random people and talk to them. Yeah. Because that's that's how it is. But if you want to be on our podcast, talk, dude, hit us up. We would love to have our viewers be on this podcast. The more the merrier. Yeah, I'm talking to you, Roscoe. Um <laughs> I would love to get Roscoe on here, honestly. Sure, why not? Um so uh aside from that. Uh, do you want to read your scary story first? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this was a scary story that a friend of mine in high school told me. I believe it was John Mystery or Jeff Ellen Becker. So shout out. Um, so the story goes that it's like, it's late at night and his taxi driver is waiting for people. And so he's in front of a club and then a, a nice looking girl, she goes and walks in. Well, now it's but she opens the door, she puts herself in, and the taxi driver was like, oh, pretty nice. But she kept on, like, hiding her face, like, just the top part of her face or whatever, like, and she's like, tells her where she needs to go. And he's like, all right, and he's driving, and he's stealing glances every once in a while, but she keeps on hiding her face. Like, she's obviously beautiful or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so he drops her off. And she's like, thank you, pays him, and then leaves. And she goes into her house. The taxi driver decides to stick around for just a little bit longer. And so then the taxi driver, after like a whatever amount of time, exits his car, and he goes to try to take a glance at her inside her house or whatever. So he goes to the front door, and he looks through the people, And all he sees is this vibrant red room. That's all he sees. No, there's no rhyme or reason to it. And he's like, that's weird. And then he goes to where the window is, where the living room. And there's, it's just a standard living room. TV was on, but no one's sitting there. And um, uh, 
he goes back to the people, like the keyhole, and it's just blood red. It's just red. Like, that's all he sees. He doesn't see any definition. He doesn't see anything or whatever. And he's, like, freaked out about it a little bit. He's kind of shook, and he just goes back in his taxi car and drives away. And he was telling his this story to somebody about how he was trying to, you know, he saw this lady, went to, you know, take a little peek, but it was all that was red. And it's like, oh, does she look like this, 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 and this? It's like, yeah, why? It's like, oh, she has red eyes. She was looking back at him through the peephole. That's terrifying. Yeah. That's terrifying. That's a good one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That last part always gets people. Yeah, yeah, that's a good one. That hit me right there. I woke me back up. My holy shit. <laughs> okay. So I got I gotta scare oh, for you. Before anything. Yeah. I'm sorry to all the people I spooked if I did. <laughs> that's all it's for. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so I'm gonna read a story off of creepypasta.com. Okay. You know. Creepypasta presents. That'd be the vibes. Yeah, so I'm going to read a story. It's called uh, Nine Rules for the Night Shift on Halloween Night. Oh, I am excited. I am delighted. Let me uh, hear it. It is written by Jaguar uh, Jaguars147. Okay, so. <clears throat> you sure you have all the rules memorized? My boss said as he gathered his belongings to go home. Yeah, sure thing. I got them all up here. As I said, I said as I pointed to my head. Uh, he gave me a nod and headed out the door of the small office to go home. My boss was a little off, to say the least. This was my first month as a security guard at a cemetery right around the corner from my residence. And I had just gotten out of college about three months ago. The last month of shifts have been boring. Sitting around, checking cameras, and doing rounds through the cemetery, making sure nothing is out of order. Exciting, right? I needed a source of income. And this was the best paying job I could find. No real experience needed. The flyer said, or the, sorry, no real experience needed. The flyer said, um, my take was that they were desperate to find someone fast. So I took advantage of that. I was hired the day that I found the flyer over the phone. I never even found out the guy's name. Uh, once I came in on my first day, my boss gave me no training. No do's and don'ts, just a verbal list of nine rules I had to follow and memorize before Halloween night. These rules are to be followed only on Halloween night, Ooh. he said. You must follow these rules to the exact way that they are told to you. If you mess up even a small part, well, you won't mess up because I trust you to follow them word for word. I looked at him confused because this sounded almost like a threat. Nevertheless, I pulled out my phone and started audio recording so he could, you know, record the list. Once he finished telling me the rules, I was in absolute disbelief. This guy's insane. No wonder why no one wants to work here. This guy is actually insane. Um, uh, I thought to myself, I know every place has certain rules to follow, but to designate a set of rules, insane rules for Halloween night only? I guess you won't know how I felt until I tell you the rules that he gave me word for word, exactly how he told me straight from the recording rule. Number one on Halloween night, please arrive at eight 30 PM. No earlier, no later. Do not walk in these doors until it reaches eight 30 for the love of God, please. Rule number two, Stay inside the office until 
Do not leave. Keep yourself occupied, but do not check the security cameras during this time. I'll make sure to turn them off before you get here. So there is no temptation to peek at them. This might be one of the most important rules. If the monitor turns on by itself, do not look either. If for some reason you look and you see it has revealed the A section of the cemetery, you must turn off the lights of the office and hide. If it reveals the B or C section and you look at it, your only option is to run. Good luck with this. To make this easier, just cover the monitor with a jacket or blanket because you will not want to see what happens out there during this time on Halloween night. Rule number three, after 915 strikes, you will have 30 seconds to get out of the office. Leave the door unlocked. It is possible you will pass an unnaturally tall figure with no facial facial features. This is not a Halloween costume and you must tell him good evening and look him right where his eyes would be. If he doesn't respond, continue on your way to patrol the cemetery. If he says anything at all, you must stand completely still. Do not move a muscle. He might walk around you, but if you keep still until he's done, he should walk away with no problem. Go into the office and he will slam the door behind you. Are you oh, sorry. <clears throat> uh, he should walk away with no problem. Go into the office and he will slam the door behind him. Rule number four. You will make your way to section A. Once you inspect section A, you will realize the gravestone titled James R. Hackney is being dug up completely. This is not out of the ordinary. Do not, and I mean, do not pay any attention to what is inside the six foot hole in the ground. You will not see the rest of your shift if you look down in that hole. Just keep walking to section B and do not look back. Rule number five. As soon as you cross the bridge from section A to B, you will notice about a dozen shadow-like figures standing around in a circle around the big oak tree to the left of the bridge. Please listen closely to what I'm about to say. You must find the figure wearing the black top hat. You will walk up behind him and ask, am I clear? If you hear a voice from inside your your head say, continue, then you can carry on to section B. If you don't hear anything, you must wait. You can look over to the section at this time, but I recommend keeping your eyes down. Trust me, there will be no physical harm to you if you look but I can't promise you will be emotionally intact after looking. Rule number six. Once you get the go go ahead, continue on to section B. You may walk around and do what you would normally do every night here. The only catch is you must stay in the section until 10 o'clock. It should be 9.30, 9.15 by now, so you won't have to wait long. Um, after the time crosses 10 o'clock, uh, continue on. rule number seven after walking out of section b you will notice a strange temperature change and lighting change the time will have jumped to 2 a.m after crossing do not panic and please do not answer your phone your phone will ring constantly as soon as it starts ringing you will stand still and not move until it stops it will be calls from your mother father siblings girlfriend, boyfriend, 
anyone you can think of. You must not answer these calls. It is not actually them calling. It is in fact the man that you saw earlier, the one with no facial features. He is trying to lure you back to the office. You must stay away from that office until I tell you to go back. Your phone will stop ringing about a half an hour or after about a half an hour, which leaves you at around 2.30. You can continue on at that point. Rule number eight. You will notice another time jump. This one, two more hours from 2.30 to 4.30. If the time still stays at 2.30 after the call stop, you are in trouble. Unfortunately, there is nothing you can do here. You messed up a step at some point uh, if you ended up here. You can finally finish your inspection of Section C, um, but you must be prepared for a woman covered in blood to run up to you and beg for help. She will be asking you where her baby is, and if you come fast to help her, do not be startled. No matter how loud she yells, tell her you will meet her outside the cemetery in 10 minutes and for her to wait there. She will run off into the opposite direction. That's how you know you succeeded. There will be a lot of towels and rags all over the ground covered in blood. And section C, this is only maintenance you will have to do. This is the only maintenance you have to do. Just pick them up and dispose of them in the waste bin closest to you. And then rule number nine. After completing this final task, you must run back to the office. Do not look anywhere but ahead of you. You will still figure. Uh, you will see figures everywhere. You will hear your name being called from voices that you think you recognize. Just keep running. Once you reach the office, you will see the faceless man leaving the office building. It should be 5 a.m. at this point. He will stop you and either say "good work" and nod at you, or you will slowly walk into the office and close the door. Or, and you will slowly walk into the office and close the door. For the remainder of your shift, you can check the cameras, sit down, and go on with your shift until I come inside to start my shift. <clears throat> uh, that's annoying. Hold on. You got it. Just a FYI, I'm pretty sure I would have failed my task two at this point. Right? This is so much. Unless that thing is, like, on me and, like... What's that one thing called when you put wax on it? Wax on it? Yeah, you put wax on it. You put it in like a wax sleeve. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah I know what you mean. Lamented? Lament. Laminated. Laminated. Yeah, unless it's laminated, it's not happening for me. Uh, okay. Uh, where are you? Sorry, 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 sorry. But where are you, Edward? There it is. Okay, okay. Uh, and sit down and go on with your shift until I come inside to start my shift. Or he would say, come with me. If he says, come with me, you will run and lock yourself in the office. Do not fall for his calm, monotone voice. He is anything but calm if you mess up. Do not let him in and wait for him to stop banging on the door. Once this stops, cover your eyes for the last hour of your shift. God, these are... So many advertisements. This gives me a lot of goosebumps vibes. Really? Yeah. I like this. Uh, a little bit. Thank you. Uh, this. Uh, do not let him in and wait for him to stop banging on the door. Once he stops, cover your eyes for the last hour of your shift. Do not look around until you hear three knocks on the door. This will be me re to relieve you of your shift. 
You won't be called in for a few weeks to come to terms with what you have seen, and you will be paid a handsome amount of money for your duties. Now that you have listened to these rules as well, I hope you understand my initial uh, suspicion and why I was so baffled. I thought this was a joke until I finished my shift. So, after I arrived at 8.30, my boss left, and I decided I was going to just follow the rules given to me to humble him and uh, and to to be a good sport uh, of the prank. I didn't check the cameras, and I headed out the door. After going outside... The brisk fall air hit me as I saw a tall man walking up to me. I looked at him and he was actually faceless. It looked so real and kind of gave me the creeps. I almost forgot to tell him good evening. He looked at me. Well, I, I think he did and continued on through the door. I shivered a little as he headed on straight to or as I headed on straight to section A. I arrived at the entrance and I searched for James R. Hackery's grave. A grave I always saw, as it was the biggest one there. To my disbelief, it was actually being dug up. I felt sick to my stomach that they would go this far to scare me. So I hurried past the grave as a wave of uneasiness came over me. This can't be real. I reassured myself as I headed across the bridge to section B. I scanned for the oak tree, and when I finally found it, I noticed the figures my boss warned me about. I instantly spotted the one with the top hat and I unsteadily scurried over to him and asked, am I clear? No answer. As I stood there waiting for the answer that never came, I decided to look away from the man to peek over to section B because surely the pranksters wanted me to look since they warned me against it. I froze and felt pins and needles in the hands I saw in my hands. As I saw myself standing there in the distance, at least what looked like me. Except I was taller and covered in blood. As the figure presumably or as the figure that presumably was me stared back, it let out a screech and started running towards me. I was startled and absolutely mortified by this and turned around to run. I looked back and as I reached it uh, as I as it reached its arms out, it completely vanished. As soon as it vanished, I heard a voice from within my head say, Continue. At this point, I had a million thoughts running through my head as I started to realize whatever was happening was somehow impossibly real, and I felt my mind switch from confusion to defensive. I inspected the area until 10 p.m., constantly looking over my shoulder. I checked my phone and saw it was time to move to section 3. I felt exactly what I was told, a temperature change, and saw the surroundings get just a little bit darker. It was noticeably colder. No way, I told myself as I reached for my phone, which displayed 2 a.m. Before I could form another thought, my phone rang right on cue to stop dead in my, and stop me dead in my tracks. Dad, the phone displayed. <clears throat> I stared back at the phone. As I looked at these three letters, I never knew my dad and definitely never knew him save my, and saved my phone. I felt a tear form in my eye because this is a very sensitive topic to me. I let it ring as I got lost in a trance of thinking about how earth, how on earth any of this even was possible. The ringing finally stopped and I let out a sigh of relief. I remember the next rule of the night and opened my phone again. 2.30. I kept moving on with some stray tears in my eye, watching my phone turn from 2.30 to 4.30. This was a relief to me because now that I knew this was somehow real, 
I realized I have done all the steps right this far. As I started to inspect section three with cold fingers and numb toes, I heard screaming. Naturally, this scared the hell out of me and I jumped out of my shoes. I snapped my head around to a blood covered woman screaming, my baby. Where'd it go? Uh... Oh, my baby. I can't feed, find my baby. I told her after a bit of hesitation, I told her to meet me at the entrance of the cemetery in 10 minutes. She nodded and ran off, and I noticed a ton of blood covering the ra- covered rags all over the ground. Shaken up by her strength, s- screams, I slowly picked up the rags and threw them out. I looked around and ran back to the office. The whole run, I didn't see anyone. I didn't hear anything, which was weird because my boss said otherwise. I'll count my blessings here, though, and, find my- and found myself in front of the office finally. The man was leaving. This time I looked at him in complete terror as he turned my way and said, Come with me. I wasted no time running past him into the office and slamming the door behind me. What did I mess up? I yelled over the, sho- I yelled over the sound of the banging on the door as I pulled the jacket over my head. I shivered in fear for an entire hour until I heard the three knocks on the door. I shot up, threw the door open to reveal my boss and yelled, What the hell did you just put me through? I was mad, although relieved to see him, who looked a lot more colorful and life, uh, lifelike than he was in the past. He looked at me and smiled at me. Go home, kid. Get some rest. I yelled back, no, I want some am- answers. You can't just tell me to go after, you, uh, after the night I just had. He looked at me and said, you took, a care- <clears throat> you took care of my cemetery, kid. I thank you for that. He held out his hand for a handshake. The name's James Randall Hackery, and I've been dead for 200 years. Every Halloween, I leave the cemetery and recharge my physical body, or I, and I recharge so my physical body does not perish. You covered me last night, and thank you for that. It didn't take me long to recognize this, this name as the same name on the gravestone that, I, that was dug up. I stared back at him, mouth wide open, speechless. I walked out the door and packed my, uh, and packed my house up and never came back to this town again. That's the end. I like that. It was pretty cool, right? Yeah, it was pretty cool. Yeah, I, I liked it. I, my horse got a little throat. I mean, throat got a little horse there. <laughs> and the site that I was reading off of, there was advertisements that kept popping up and stopping it. So. Oh, no. Okay. Well, I hope you guys enjoyed this little scary little thing at the very end here with our two little scary stories. Yeah. Did you like the story, Fausto? Yeah, yeah. I did didn't think I would, in all honesty, but I'm glad I did. It kind of like hit you a little here and there? Yeah, I was like, oh. <laughs> cool, cool, cool. I hope I read that nice enough for you guys. I hope you enjoyed that little snippet there. Um. But yeah, thanks for enjoying this episode of the Talking Podcast and this Halloween special. Woo! Now, uh, stay safe out there, guys, and make sure you check your um, your candy for unsold EDC tickets. Or give me the candy. Or give me the candy, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, have a good one, guys. Take care. Happy Halloween. <laughs> setting it up man absolutely dude no yeah. i mean again i enjoy this podcast i love doing it every week i know you do too i know I but do. i know you're zapped i can see it man in your <laughs> fucking eyes